Welcome back to Show Me What I've Been Missing. Yeah, yeah. This with Chris and Elizabeth, we're focusing on Sex in the City. Yes, this season we are Sex in the City. If you have been listening so far, uh, we have discussed episode one and two, and today we are discovering, uh, discussing, excuse me, episodes three of season one. And I, I have to say that I'm I I, I enjoyed this episode simply because. Finally, finally, my girl Charlotte got more than like two it's lines. A, it's a Charlotte episode. <laughs> like, I was so excited. Like she came in with some advice at the party. She had more, like it was it was cool. She didn't just like have a little quip here and there or like, you know, complain about some weird random thing that has nothing to do with what they're talking about. She's a person. She actually, yeah, she she's a to, person. She gets to hang out with them more than once. Oh, man, I was so relieved. Is <laughs> they also too. I was excited because she had more than one scene. You know, yeah. how the first two episodes were one scene, like two lines, and that was it. That's yeah. all we saw, Charlotte. Technically, I guess in the first episode, she had more than one, but like, let's but be yeah. honest, it wasn't that good. It's, it's dicey at best. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> yeah. I mean, that whole scene, she was getting like savagery put upon her. So yeah. I don't really count that. I feel bad for her. <laughs> I wrote down, this is the most Charlotte we've gotten. Hooray. <laughs> Yeah. And here's the thing, I remember her name now because all it took that, was yeah. more than two lines and now it's in there. I'm like, that's Charlotte. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, that was good. So this episode was very interesting. It was about the 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 war between married people mm-hmm. and single people. Yeah. And like how they interact with each other and, and, and how how uh how married people, especially uh, spe- more specifically married women see mm-hmm. single women yeah. that are their friends. And like or pointedly how single or married women see their single women friends. Mm-hmm. And it was a cool mixture because you know uh we got like you know again we got you know the little montage of, of random couples, random characters in the show like talking yeah. about how they view women. And, or view people who are single and, and married. And uh, I see it's really cool because as a single person, I've actually, as a single man, have felt these kind of mm-hmm. feelings coming from people who are like booed up. You know what I mean? Yeah. I always kind of feel like either they're trying to pull you into their bullshit or they're always trying to set you up or they're kind of keeping you at arm's length because it's like you remind them of like either a a time of sadness or a time mm. of like <laughs> great fun and they don't yeah. want to see that because you know they're married now and this is their life and they don't want to have any kind of you know influence on them none of my fucking couple friends have tried to set me up with anyone really and okay. i'm pretty mad about it so really calling y'all out on the podcast right here right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you're listening look we it, single people i like delight. to be set. we do listen here's the thing <laughs> And that's my thing too. Uh, here's my thing that always kind of upsets me is like when I have like when I have been single around couples and like they try to set me up, I always get a little offended because they claim to know me, but then the person that they set mm-hmm. me up with is like not even close to anybody that I would be with. It's like they just were like, oh, this person's single and desperate, and this person's single and desperate. Yeah. Let's just see what happens. Like they don't actually like make it. Like they don't actually like make it a point to to really set you up with somebody that you might actually like. Case in point, in this episode, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say the guy yeah, they I'm put saying. her with, he's like right. obsessed with getting married. Okay, no, it's like in this case, in this point episode, you know, with uh, um, sorry, I can't think of her name right now. Uh, uh, Carrie uh, uh, or uh, Charlotte? Uh, Carrie, thank you. Yeah. Carrie sitting. Uh, she like tries out some the guy who's like basically set up. You know, he's like trying to. 
get married like he's trying to be on like the fast track to marriage yeah and she you know it doesn't work out for her but she tries to set her, him up with uh charlotte and charlotte's like nah i'm good yeah <laughs> so that's like case in point right there it's like you know it's like just somebody being like okay you're single you're single you're desperate they're desperate let's see what happens let's just put them in a bag and shake things up and see what the <laughs> how the spice is spread on it like yeah <laughs> i love that metaphor that's amazing. Yeah, because Charlotte, as they say, we get to know about her, she desperately wants to get married. Like, very much she so. She does. She definitely is ready to be married. Yeah. But again, just because you're ready to be married or just because you're ready to be in a relationship, it doesn't mean that you're standard. Not even say, I can't say standards. It doesn't mean that you, like, yeah. just, you're you're settling for whoever comes along. Like, mm. you still have your your requirements or your, yeah. your 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 preferences, you know what I mean? But, like, that's the thing about married couples. They've been, or married or, you know, just couples in general, they've mm. been with each other and been in this, like, perceived bliss for yeah. however long. Like, they, they, they just forget that, like, oh, yeah, people actually, like, have to like each other for shit to work <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <laughs> you know, we're not, you know, people aren't just, like, you know, because if you all just shacked up with with whoever, whomever, like then there would be no single people in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we'd just be, we'd all just be like, you know, in couples. So I, that's always a, a, a funny thing uh, that I see in couples. It's so, uh, yeah, because yeah, I, I like the the they they want to quote unquote figure figure you out yeah. so that you can. Which is a weirdly, humans love categories. Yes, we do. We categorizing do. things. And so yes, that makes do. a certain amount of anthropological, mm. biological sense that it's like, my friend is single. Everyone else I know is couples. How, fr how friend exists. How friend. <laughs> how are you here? How are how you? Friend how, are, how are you be. not? Yeah. How are you not? Yeah. Yeah. No, that was a funny thing with, uh, with Miranda, like her boss just assumed because yeah and also so let's let me go back let me go back to that thought because yeah. that whole bit with miranda and the boss thinking that she was you know or her her friend her co-worker and boss yeah thinking she was uh uh because she'd been single for so long side note h john benjamin with hair didn't even know that existed that was I him he, i didn't even know he was in it he was, was the h. John benjamin. that is archer with hair yes he didn't even sound yeah. like archer it didn't even or bob sound like from archer bob's <laughs> exactly oh my god but yeah. it was definitely him talk about watching this with fresh eyes i've seen this episode like five million times yeah i've never noticed that that was him it's the hair are you sure it's him it's the hair that's why i never because i when Good i discovered point. h john <laughs> benjamin it, it it was him with i've never seen him with hair he's always yeah, been like he's bald. always balder oh yeah, my god so, so and when i saw it i was like Oh, he, I, okay. I guess at some point he did have hair. <laughs> That's insane. Right? Oh, bless your fresh eyes for. Oh yeah. <laughs> Showing me the way. Yeah, I, I say I didn't recognize the voice oh at God. first, but then like that second time when he was like, we came behind Miranda was like talking over her shoulder and like trying to introduce her to see oh it. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's right there at IMDb. Oh my God. Right oh there, my baby. God. That's so yeah, that crazy. and I. I that so that whole bit with like him trying to set her up with a lesbian <laughs> <laughs> and then the boss like seeing them together and assuming yeah. that they were a couple i here's the, here's why i love that bit so much it's <laughs> it's two things it's such a age old bit like that's so 90 that's so like it's early so 2000s. dated yeah it's yeah so because like, like oh you've been single for a long time so you clearly you're gay, gay. <laughs> 
Oh, I know. It's it's so bad. It's really bad when you think so about bad. it. It really is. It's just like it's so nineties. It's, it's so nineties. That's like yeah. this such a nineties belief. It's like if you showed up to the family function and you weren't in a couple and you ain't been in a couple in a while, like you're like you anything beyond be. twenty five and you're single and yeah. you ain't got no kids, you're the gay. Like there, everybody just assumes that you're gay and don't fuck around and bring like a friend to the, yeah. the family function. They're, then they definitely gonna, then the whispers start, especially in a black yeah. family. Like if I were to bring like a homeboy to like Thanksgiving, <laughs> everybody would yeah. be like, oh, what's up with Chris? Is he, is he, is he uh, swinging for the other team? What's going on? Oh man. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's serious. Well, it's, fu- it's funny and even that like, that happiest season movie that just came out, the, the mm. one half of the couple, is pretending she's not gay when she goes home, but brings her friend home and they just, uh, they don't assume anything, but it's right. just like, it's, yeah, I mean, it's sort of the reverse, but it's just interesting that like, it's still a, a thing well, now. Yeah, it's, that's, that's the truth though, but that's like, that's how we know, like, it, that's the updated version. It's like yeah. now nobody assumes with, and mm-hmm. then like, you could like fly under the radar. That, that's like the yeah. updated version of that bit. Which is, uh, which is, it's, yeah, it's always fun to um, venture into that because, like, me being in my thirties and I come home for family functions and I don't have any kids or like I have been married or even mm-hmm. divorced. Yep. And yep. you know, my parents like they still don't understand, you know, the fact that I, I, I still feel like, you know, I don't want kids or don't want to be married, and they're just like, "What's wrong with him? <laughs> <laughs> why, why is he so weird?" You know, it's like, ma, it's like. The thing about it they don't understand is that like dating has become way more complicated now than when yeah. they were younger. You know what I mean? It's not as simple as hey, I like you, you like me. Now it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, we can have that. I can like you and like you can like me, but then there's like other factors and why shit doesn't work. It's like timing, where you're at in your job, where you're yeah. here, like, you know, how much free time you have. Like it's so different. Like people don't just jump in. And I'm even learning that still now. You yeah. Know what I mean, like me too. I'm yeah. a, you know, I'm a product of the nineties. And in the nineties it's just they basically TV told us if you like each other, you can be together. That's it. Yeah. It's that simple. But you know, it's it's just not. Well the show I feel like the show kind of is touching on the more complicated aspects yeah. of it because even though like well the the Miranda example is not great because she goes along with this ruse which yes. is problematic in and of itself to it try to is. advance and then the boss is like I like your gumption and like she I don't I don't remember <laughs> she gets promoted promoted but he's like nice he's like nice shenanigans you pulled there I respect that <laughs> way to pretend to be gay and it's like oh yeah. my god that's so bad like people are are now like in academia and stuff like people are pretending to be different races to try to like secretly advance you know and like take advantage of what they think is like you know a minority spotlight a leg up thing when it's like um you can't just do that (laughs) it's it's fucked up and that's uh yeah i uh the thing about that like i i we're watching the show and she does that, right? Yeah. And the show is kind of funny, like it's kind of cool. Yeah. We also kind of respect Wait her for, for doing laughs. it. Yeah. 2020 in the show, she's canceled. Yep. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can't, you don't go like, just like, you know, uh, uh, what's her name? Rachel Dozel. And, D- and yeah, exactly. Like that. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Can't, yeah. You can't be out here trying to pretend you something you're not because 
we now realize like we've now become a little bit more our eyes have been open and we understand that like these certain minorities have gone through wild struggles mm-hmm. in society yeah. so like pretending to be one of them when you're not is super problematic but like i respected the savagery of her doing that because you know i, I fuss with miranda hard you yeah. feel me but <laughs> Yeah, like in 2020, not fly. She would be like, she would probably actually would have gotten fired for that. Probably, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and that's because the dude would have just been like, you know, that her boss would have, you know, or Chip, excuse me, yeah, would have been, you know, protecting the company. It's like, oh, she pretended. Like, I, I cannot deal with this. Yeah, somebody might find out. Yeah, uh, she's gone. So, she's lucky it was 1998, fam. Yeah, Uh, I feel bad for Sid and all that because. I, I don't know that she ever liked Miranda. They don't ever really right. establish that, but she just gets used as a prop big time. But that yeah. this is very much that era where mm-hmm. gay gay people are gay friends like Stanford right. and don't get a ton of characterization, if any, right. on their own. Stanford will get a little bit here and there, but he is sure. firmly in gay BFF territory. And right. Like, only there as a carry sounding board he doesn't get you know much of a well, plot or interior life <laughs> yeah i mean low-key i i kind of felt bad for sid on that level too because yeah. you know she was kind of i mean basically she was like a glorified extra she had like yeah <laughs> like five like she basically said like five words i wouldn't mm-hmm. even say lines she had like five words yeah and then like it was i thought but it was the the the, the scene with the elevator where yeah. tries to kiss her and she's like i'm straight she's like yep you sure are <laughs> like i love that bit because it was also one of those things where like because you know especially in the 90s and even maybe some people today like they assume because you're gay you're attracted to every yeah person of that sex so if you're mm-hmm. a lesbian you're attracted to every girl and if you're a gay guy you're attracted to every dude mm-hmm. and so like her kissing her and then she was like yep you're straight it was like a really good joke it's like eh, you know yeah <laughs> and <laughs> like, the, ir- the irony is i believe miranda the actress cynthia nixon is gay in real life i'm gonna double no. check that shit on the internets right now don't play with me right now because that would be amazing i mean you dropped the h john benjamin uh bombshell on me I, it's only hey. right that i drop a bombshell on i me. have to bro like <laughs> I, I just, i've never seen him with hair before i knew like you know at some point he had 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 hair that's how you go mm-hmm. bald but like i'd never seen him in anything as far as entertainment with hair so when i when he mm-hmm. popped up i was like and i'm not gonna lie the only thing that made me notice that it was him was his eyes, because he's got these crazy blue eyes. He does. Like, he has gorgeous magical. blue eyes. Yeah, they're, they're stunning. You, I have you to can't. Say. You can't miss them. He's he's got blue eyes like our friend uh, uh, um, Joe. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, sorry. Cynthia Nixon is bisexual. I, bisexual. I clarify. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, she had previously been in a relationship with well, a in feller. In 1998, she's gay. Now she's, yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> they didn't they're uh there spoiler, no alert. Yeah. <laughs> spoiler alert there's a whole episode about bisexuality and it is not good it is not good is, is, about, it really, is, it, is it problematic it is so dated problematic we'll get uh, there i don't want to wait i can't wait worms just yet but it is because i've seen so <laughs> many i mean we were just talking about it like i've seen already so many problematic things for yeah. the era that this is in i mean this episode being a little bit problematic like you know the the whole married versus single thing somewhat problematic somewhat, yeah but like lesbian and, pretending so i can get a head thing 
that great. Like, mm, not great. <laughs> well, speaking of problematic, how about the the married male friend that just exposes himself to Carrie in the first two minutes of the episode, and then the wife is like kind of treating Carrie like she was at fault for her nasty husband standing there with no fucking pants on and no underwear on. What the hell is that all about? <laughs> That's like a common no thing. Though. Not even a, he was straight up Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> he was his shirt, no pants, like Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> no, Winnie the Pooh. He, he was, was looking up Winnie for the honey. Pooh with the coffee in hand, a- yeah. acting like it was just chill. Like, yeah, like, yeah, this is what I do. I just walk around my my penis now. Apparently, big penis, according to what Cor- Carrie explained yeah, later. With the pepper grinder, had the pepper yeah. grinder. Like, hey, listen, yeah. hey, hey, you might be a creep, but shouts out to you with the big dick. All right? <laughs> I mean, listen, it doesn't entitle going to, you to be a creep. It doesn't entitle you to be a creep. It doesn't entitle you to be a creep. No, 100%. I 100% agree with you. But here's the thing. If you're going to have your dick out or you're going to be a creep, at least let it be impressive. <laughs> <laughs> if you came out with like the two-inch micro penis, fam, put it away. Gosh. You know better. Uh, you, you, like you should consider yourself lucky already that you got married, all right? So put yeah. that shit away. I wrote down that he's just standing there with his dick out. I was like, that is also a crime. And I wrote, this show should be called Crime in the City. Because how much, (laughs) how much like basically assault in a lot of ways are we have we been witnessing I mean, in just like these first three episodes yeah between our, yeah. our sociopath american psycho barkley in episode yes. two and now we've got uh indecent exposure over peter here. and his name is peter yeah they peter showed us peter yeah <laughs> uh, that was very pointed <laughs> oh man um, so yeah, this this show is just crime in the city. The fe- amount of yeah, felonies, sex crimes in the city, sex crimes in the city. <laughs> <laughs> it's call Marishka Hargate because this is uh, a mess. You know what? Maybe we should change the uh, the format of our show and just point out all the, all the, 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 the yeah, sexual crimes that are occurring because we're three episodes in and we've seen some pretty serious ones there's, in every single episode. There's some serious charges. <laughs> You're gonna do some hard time. <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh, 100 percent. And 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 to go back to that too, like it's so funny that I like I don't know if 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 that's like a, a thing of the time of the time period that this is in, but like I thought it was so peculiar that the wife of exposing guy mm-hmm. was mad at Carrie. Like she like she brought it out. Yeah, like I, mean, one, that's, you know I mean that's not an uncommon thing. It's not, it's not. cool, but it's it's a sort of a denial thing because yeah. you're, you're angry with the husband but you're right. going to take it out on the woman like there's definitely you can, like it's the situations where women are mad at the other woman mm. like I honestly the best example is we all hated Angelina Jolie during uh-huh. the Brad Pitt Jennifer Aniston Angelina Jolie thing uh-huh, uh-huh. uh Brad Pitt fucking skated for cheating on his wife we all still like Brad Pitt right no one gave him shit for anything and bla- we all blamed Angelina as the ultimate evil wicked temptress which maybe she was like hitting on him hard or obviously but probably, maybe, you know. but, still, but he, he wasn't the married one the married was. one yeah. and he made the decision to cheat mm. and leave and everybody's like man brad pitt's cool as hell i love brad pitt angelina jolie is a, is a demon whore and jennifer aniston's a goddess angel <laughs> and like and it's and, and you know 
it's all on or jennifer aniston was crazy and didn't want to give brad babies and angelina was there for brad however which way you spin it Mm -hmm. no brad's at fault here he's the one who cheated he's the one who made the decision absolutely you could definitely you could definitely not like the other woman sure she's not ultimately at blame she's not entirely it's not it's not only on her like yeah that's how i always felt i've always felt that way like even when when brad like that whole thing i was never part of the people that was like oh angelina jolie's a whore like nah in my eyes the person that is in the relationship is the most responsible one like if i'm the single one and some girl who's married is hitting on me and like i go for it Mm. that's not my problem especially if i don't know the dude like that's not me i Mm. I shouldn't have to worry about it It should be her like she's the one in the relationship and vice versa like if some dude steps out on his marriage the girl he steps out with ain't the one at fault. She's not a great person. Yeah, you should because you, know, you shouldn't go you know after I mean? like, taking people. If you people know the person around. is married, for yeah. sure, like back off. But if they don't tell you and they take off their yeah. wedding ring, Samantha, Samantha says it. Rings come off. You, you don't know off. if you've slept with a married man or not. Exactly. And I that's, that's a, I, crazy. Listen, and that I was hilarious at that dinner party where she's like, all these married men have slept with half of them. She did. <laughs> Yeah, five minutes later, she's like, "Yeah, that guy fucked him. That guy yeah. fucked him." <laughs> just, pr- just proving her point that they're all, you know, sanctimonious and stuff. But when it comes, all the women gave Samantha the, the stink eye, even though it's the husbands they should be pissed off at. It's not Samantha's Bye. fault. These guys are stepping out. Samantha Absolutely. doesn't know she, do- you know, I. You should know who you are sleeping with, but she also right, right. doesn't care, so she could just kind of, you know. If she, if she doesn't see a ring, is she at fault? Well, you know, the thing about it is too, like I was, cause I was, I was thinking about that too, uh, when she was in the kitchen and the guy was like giving her stock advice yeah, and, yeah. Like that. and then her wife, you know, his wife comes up and she's like, I need you for something right mm-hmm. now. And, you know, of course the guy be like, that's such a typical guy thing, like big, big completely oblivious to like yeah. what's going on between the two women, like yeah. not even seeing the looks. She's just like, oh, it's nice talking to you. Okay, I'm going to go back to the party now. Beep, beep, beep. I was yeah. like, and she wasn't even flirting hard with that dude she was just like oh yeah i I want to start investing i think that'd be a good idea and he's like yeah and she's just you know kind of chatting nothing sinister or sexual about it right but you know well clearly word must have got around because she slept with like at least three dudes at the party i'm sure those wives have spoken to each other and then when she showed up they was like um she was also in a very deep uh semi tits out dress so she was that was That's making true. making them all pretty uncomfortable didn't help. Yeah. i think didn't didn't really help she did um, show up with like the wild cocktail dress yeah but you know what she's confident as hell and we love mm-hmm. her for it <laughs> and listen and, it's not and it looked good too yeah so and no when fun. she laughed in the guy's face uh when they bump into the the peter and his wife uh, they, oh yes they her and she was like oh this is peppermill dick ah! hey. she started laughing <laughs> loved it loved it so fucking funny yeah we all have that friend that like has a little too much to drink and gets yeah. a little bit chatty and like forgets that like you know things that were said in confidence should stay in confidence yeah not right here but i also appreciate that scene too i mean because at the end of the day Hey, like it didn't make yeah. it didn't make it was it wasn't like super weird it's not like he had a tiny dick although if i was a guy and like <laughs> someone said my name and then the girl immediately started laughing the first thing i'm thinking is like <laughs> yeah you're like, uh... like my heart would sink for a second but then when she was like oh peppermill dick then i'd be like okay cool he'd cool, be cool. like that is correct ma'am <laughs> yes yes that is absolutely correct that's absolutely that's exactly the size of my penis you're right <laughs> 
Um, Even if it's not, it is. It is. <laughs> I do. I do slightly disapprove of Samantha using Charlotte's apartment to hook up with the do uh, doorman. That's a little dirty to do to your friend. But but she and Charlotte aren't that close, so. Clearly. <laughs> I, I thought it was I thought it was so kind of uh, strange that 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 Charlotte was taking Samantha home and yeah, and, but Carrie's with the the dude, so right. that was they were that's the friend wing woman. That's you know what I think that was just pulling. that was just Charlotte trying to like ingrain herself in the friendship. Like she's, she's trying, trying to, to get in the friendship. She's trying to get in there. Yeah. <laughs> Like I said, she's clearly on the outskirts. You know what I'm saying? She's clearly the new one to the group. So she don't have that rapport like everybody else yeah. has. You know what I mean? She's so like, like, I'll help. I'll help. Yeah, yeah sure. I'll, I'll, take, take, yeah, I'll take her home. Yeah, I got it. Sure, I'll take the sloppy yeah. drunk bitch home. Of course. Yeah, no yeah, yeah, yeah. You stay here and get some dick. I'm going to take her home. Yeah. And she's going to on the couch. And then she ended up getting some dick. Because we're best friends, right? We're best, best friends. friends. Yeah, 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 we're friends. <laughs> and then, oh, poor Charlotte. And then Samantha soiled her home. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, with the but I mean you know cute British door guy that guy Irish, was adorable Irish door guy. Irish okay yeah Irish I'm sorry he was adorable that poor guy <laughs> I know he's like a, he's like a baby yes. oh I miss home and I just wanted the touchable yeah. woman I'm like oh no and he misses Samantha he think he <laughs> she used him so hard he was like I really <laughs> liked your so friend where'd she go sad. <laughs> Oh, that poor little Irish guy. Poor little guy. Yeah, I only bring up the, so Ir the Irish thing because Carrie makes a reference to the troubles mm -hmm. in Ireland towards the end about like, you know, the war between marrieds and singles, which is right. kind of, the troubles were not settled in 1998. <laughs> they were still, right. on, they weren't, I think, at their height, but <laughs> it's like... Yeah, it's a lot of violence to make it a bleak reference to. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, not great. Uh, I don't know if I've experienced this. Maybe I have and just didn't notice it. But do you ever I, I wrote down poor single you looks because like she, mm -hmm. uh, Miranda was talking about that at the at the at the lunch table. She was saying yeah. like, you know, she was tired of seeing couples look at her like, oh, poor you, you're single, mm -hmm. you're desperate, you're lonely. Do you, have you ever felt that? Have you got those looks from couples that not you get around? exactly? But I've sort of felt left out. Um, mm -hmm. The two, three notorious occasions. One, a problemo in high school. I was the only one who wasn't coupled up, and so on the way back, everybody was making out, and I was just stuck in the limo by myself. Mm, Not fun. very fun. Mm. Uh, two, I went to the Magic Castle with a bunch of couples, and okay. uh, at one point, someone said, "Oh, let's do a prom pose," and I quietly went, "No," because <laughs> I didn't have anybody to prom pose with. And then also, um, in. <laughs> <laughs> Laughing out of sheer uncomfortability. Laugh like, so hard. No, I hear. I'm, I'm laughing because like I felt that in my soul. Like, I, I I know the dread of that. Like I totally so, get it. It's so funny. And then and they have those small theaters. And so uh, uh, however many couples filled up one row, they uh -huh. all sat in a row, and I sat in the row behind them by myself. <laughs> and then the third and final, uh. most, probably most recent one. Um, 
was I went to Halloween Horror Nights with all mm. couples, and so I had no one to hold and or defend me. Oh, fun. Backed by a goddamn clown. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but I defended man. myself, so. Yes, yeah, that's fine. That's right, yeah. Which you is fine. But, yeah. It, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, I haven't gotten, like, the poor single you, but uh, I agree okay. with the, I think they said also, like, it's nice to be in a couple, and I've definitely felt that. There have been times where I'm like, man, I just, like, want another person around. <laughs> yeah yeah like look i don't need like of course you know ultimately like we don't need like you know people who are single it's like you don't necessarily need to be right. with somebody but it is nice to have somebody even if it's like a casual thing even if it's like hey we just like hang out every now and then or like mm-hmm. you know it's like somebody you can just like flirt with or like if you have any kind of like uh, 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 like affectionate energy to pass on like yeah. you kind of just want to you know do that yeah so like i also I, I want get... someone to just do some shit for me i'm really tired of doing everything by myself <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 it's like yeah that's like that's like kind of one of those things where like I, i've gotten lucky like most of the women i've ever dated like will do little things like cook for me that's nice yeah. that little thing like if there's if there's no other reason to be in the couple it's like somebody that would cook for you that's nice like i don't like, have to dude, worry about like, dinner my tonight big... Yeah, my big thing is like, I want someone to do my fucking dishes. I am so <laughs> tired of doing dishes. God damn it. <laughs> or carry some shit for me. I have to haul things up from my car all by myself all the time. And I'm so it. tired of it. I would like a gentleman <laughs> caller to haul up the fucking tub of cat litter for once instead Absolutely. of me doing I totally it. Get it. I totally get that. I totally get that. Yeah, like, so that's my thing. It's like, yeah, like just because we're single doesn't mean like we don't want to be like people. Cause that's what, that's, that's kind of the nomenclature of today. It's like, if you're single, it's like, it's not looked like, you know, in the nineties or two thousand, it was kind of looked down upon, but like now if yeah. you're single, you're like this, you know, super strong, independent person. And like yeah. everybody worships you for it. But then like, the second you want to be with somebody, everybody just assumes that like, you know, like what happened? Like, what do you do? Like, you're yeah, the strong, why? independent person. Like, why are you like, why are you, why so are you desperate? in a couple? Yeah, why are you so desperate? You know, all of a sudden it's like, nah, they like, everybody needs somebody, no matter how independent yeah. you are, we all need a little something, something, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know? Unless you I want mean, to become I, a full on hermit. Right. Yeah. Like I can buy like 60 cats and just live in my house if you want me to, like I could do that. <laughs> I want to be a my mom keeps joking that she wants to be a hermit on an English um estate because sometimes they just had uh, hermits on, and I'm like yeah I'm like see I want to do that but like later in life <laughs> right <laughs> can I do that when I'm like 70 and like my wife has passed or whatever yeah like I, <laughs> I'm not ready for that just yet um, yeah but yeah like it's and it's and it's funny that it has to be especially in in the show it was like you couldn't just be a couple you had to be married like you couldn't be a long-term couple because they asked carrie if she's the marrying type uh, and she's like i don't know and i think you know you can be a couple forever and ever if you want without having to be married if it's good enough for kurt russell and goldie hahn <laughs> hey they've been together for like 40 years because yeah you know what i'm saying like and that's you know what i was actually that brings me to the point that i also wanted to discuss because uh <clears throat> You know, when they were doing the montages of couples and they're talking about like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, what it's like to be in, in a relationship like that. And, uh, you know, one of the, the ladies in the couple said that, you know, she was like, you know, I feel bad for my single friends that are single because like they're not married. And like, I just decided I wanted to grow up. Yeah. I didn't like that line. That's ridiculous because yeah. there are plenty of immature married people. Just because you're married does not mean you're right. Are. 
Also, sure. being married is not the next step of adulthood. I'm sorry. Exactly. Like, that's no, not, that doesn't not. make you an adult. <laughs> Take, like, make, what makes you an adult is taking care of your responsibilities yeah. and being in debt <laughs> because you're taking care of your responsibilities. Exactly. That's an adult motherfucker. Like, not just <laughs> putting a ring on your finger and having a ceremony. Like, that's, that has, that, you know, yeah. I always, when I hear people talk like that, because sometimes I beat myself up. I'm like, well, you know what? Like, maybe I am immature because like I'm mm-hmm. in my thirties and I'm not married yet. And like, maybe I haven't like grown up, but it's like, that's not what, like, that doesn't, you know, like growing, like getting married and having kids is that's not like what ultimately makes you an adult. Cause there's a, like you said, there are plenty yeah. of people out there who have children that should not have children mm-hmm. because they haven't even grown up yet. And there yeah. are plenty of people who have made a mature decision to get married and are not, have not been ready for that. AKA, this is why divorce exists. Because yeah. <laughs> if it was all like, I'm not saying all the time, but like, right. If, if, if that was like supposed to be the next step and that's like if you're mature and everything like that then like you work some shit out or you figure it out mm-hmm. but like all these divorces especially nowadays when you see divorces like you see people married less than a year and there are yeah. you know what I'm saying so like if you're so mature what happened right you know what I'm saying yeah but then and, again uh, divorce is a mature decision so you know yeah. it's, it's hard to, it's hard to really you know yeah it's not easy but it can be the yeah. right the right thing for people um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. let's see uh oh i liked there was the little fashion metaphor about being with the burying guy about the dkny dress which dkny is is very you know kind of mm-hmm. office friendly okay uh i think that's kind of what i'm thinking i i meant to google dkny before we started okay. i ran out of time that um, reference uh i have to talk about that because i need to ask you this because yeah okay i feel like Mm low-key i just kind of went through the same thing with somebody i was dating like she was trying me on for a size yeah Yeah, like we were dating for a couple weeks everything seemed to be going good Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden she was just like hey i think we should just be friends and you know she said that it had no nothing to do with me it was just like where she is in life which you know usually mm-hmm. when they say it's not you it's me that's usually bullshit i don't know if it's true or not i'm not here to speculate <laughs> but like i just felt that it, it hit me a little hard because i was like well she just tried like when she said that she's like you know she's like he's like a dkny dress i'm just trying it on you don't need yeah. the, you're trying it on i was like was i being tried on <laughs> like do women really do that do they just like go out with a guy just to see eh. Like, even if you're not really attracted to him, it's just like, eh, let's see what happens here. I mean, in like a first date sense, but I okay. prob- I probably wouldn't like personally, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I've been on multiple first dates off of like dating apps and sure, and been like, nah, but I don't think that that's not even trying on. That's like window shopping. I think trying on yeah. is if you were with them for a, a longer length of time. Right. So she was with them for, I mean, you she, gotta, they dated for like a couple of weeks, right? Which also uh, again, yeah. hurt my heart because I was like, oh my God, this is me. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I was like, I, I literally just, did I get, somebody tried me on and she was like, nah, I don't fit. And I'm like, uh, yeah. You're, you're identifying with all the dudes in the show. That's why. <laughs> you know, this episode, yeah, listen, for, for the recent events in my life, this episode was pretty close. Like it, it hit me a little hard. It hit me a little hard. I was like, ah. Uh, you're like first of all how dare you yeah it's like i don't know i, I don't know like I, and no offense and please don't take this as a negative but like mm-hmm. that just seemed like a very woman thing to do because like i don't know any guys that have like just gone out with a girl just because it's like to see what it's like 
And then, like, oh, I, feel I like, don't know. Yes. I don't know. I, like I said, yeah. this is me personally, like, with mm-hmm. all the guys that I've been around and stuff like that. Usually, if they like a girl or like date or whatever, or like, you know, if it's a girl that they don't really like, it's usually just like sex a couple of times and then they're, mm-hmm. they leave. So, yeah. I mean, I guess that's our version of trying it out. But I, I think don't, so. I don't yeah. Know. We don't, I think that's like, equivalent. Yeah. Like, that could be equivalent. I don't know. Like, cause, like, yeah. for me, typically, a guy won't, at least from what I've seen, as far as, and as far as my experience and like my guy friends, like, they won't continuously go out with the girl or take a girl out if they're just trying her out. Like they would go like, like you said, one date, like date one, maybe two. And then after mm-hmm. that, we're like, uh, nah, yeah. we cool. You know what I mean? So I don't know. That, I just thought that was a very interesting, yeah. interesting thing. You know, here's a good question from the show. Um, mm-hmm. With friends of yours who are in couples and or married, have they ever wanted to know about your single sex life? Mine sure haven't. They don't get I want to hear all about my dirty. Not that I'm doing anything. Uh, you're right. No, hey, listen, but, listen. But any kind of escapades that you have, if somebody's been married long enough, they don't even care if it didn't end in sex. Just want the 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 feeling of that new. You know what I mean? Like what they because like you know they. I guess the, if you've That'd been be in a relationship for a long time, you don't really have a lot of firsts after a while. Yeah. So like you any like a first date for you even if it just was like hey we went to dinner we had some good conversation then he took me home and that was yeah. it that's still like exciting for them because like it was a first for you like it was like yeah. a new adventure that you could possibly be going on so like they get excited about that um, personally I like like my guy friends whatever like we'll talk about dates or stuff like that but like typically when they're with if, if their significant other is around, they don't want to hear none of that. Yeah. yeah the wifey or the girlfriend usually gets a little bit uh, uncomfortable hearing mm-hmm. uh, single friends. You know, yeah. I don't know what it's like for women because y'all probably tell stories a little bit less graphic than we do, but like. Sure. Yeah. You know, you we, know, keep it ple- little... we keep it PG all the time. <laughs> I'm not saying, yeah. No, no, no. I'm not saying all the time. Like, you know, probably for the most part, like guys, we just like, yeah, so I was. Yeah. Not- Every story ends with he put a glass slipper on my foot and away we went. <laughs> Message received. I already got it. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's my experience. Like usually if I'm around like a couple and I'm telling a story, it's usually like just to the, the guy. Mm-hmm. And if the one if his girlfriend or wife is around, I usually don't really tell any stories because they don't seem too comfortable with it. They usually want to keep that away from their men because they don't want them out there yeah although that point stuck with me too with the the like married friends feeling threatened by your Mm -hmm. single friends Mm -hmm. um i i guess like i don't tend to interact with my friends husbands outside of like my friend's knowledge yeah um like my one friend has a rule she's like i do not text married men and i'm like inclined to agree for the Mm -hmm. most part you can have a married male friend though like but I, I, the single woman shouldn't be seen as a threat thing because you, because that means you don't trust your husband. You also don't trust your friends. And that's just kind of like a lonely life to me as I yeah. wrote that down. I was like, what a lonely a life you live if you can't trust your husband to not mm-hmm. cheat. You can't trust your friend to not tempt your fr- husband into cheating. And it's just like, what a bummer. <laughs> like, who change your circle of people around you? <laughs> that's, you know, I never, 
Man, that's actually a really good point. I never actually thought of it that way. That like, yeah, if you don't trust your your husband and you don't trust your friends, like, who yeah. the fuck do you trust? Like, you know, you like how do yeah. you like, like how do you, how you go you, through life? Yeah, like you must be like in perpet like you're like yeah. a Vietnam vet. You're just, like, <laughs> just a perpetual state of paranoia. Yeah, like you're like a, a gangster or something. Yeah, he's looking like, over your shoulder. You never know which one's right. when it's gonna be the one. Well, that's the thing too. It's like if you're if you're that insecure, if you're that distress mm-hmm. me like these are the kind of people that like show up to jobs and like you know yeah. surprise people at work it's like hey i'm gonna go play basketball with the buddies and she's like all right cool so am i yeah i'm gonna watch like oh hey i'm also here to play basketball right i'm also here to play though. basketball with all these dudes what's good like just yeah. make sure they know their bitches around like <laughs> yeah because i think yeah, you should question. ideally have enough faith and trust in your partner mm-hmm. to for them to have an independent life to a certain degree to be able right. to hang out with their friends you know right. male female whatever you know well it's also one of those things too it's like if you don't trust somebody to like not cheat on you why the fuck did you get married why yeah why'd you get married so you're you you, you tell me you uh you trust the, you trust somebody to the point of to the point where you say it i do and then as soon mm-hmm. as they put the ring on their finger you're like nah they can yeah. cheat on you. like so what was like how do you even get to that point to say yes to being married and then like going through with the wedding and all that stuff yeah you know or like i understand if like you're a new couple i get that like if Mm you've only been dating this person a few months a few weeks yada 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 that's different but like if you're years in if i'm if i'm two years in and i'm still feeling like this person could cheat on me i probably shouldn't be in a relationship yeah I probably should call it quits. You know what I mean? Because like, like if you feel like you want to check their phone a whole bunch, yeah, and all that stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's not healthy for anyone. I mean, yeah, that's a lot of stress that you're putting on yourself. Like on top of just life in general, you got to go to work and and pay bills and shit like that. You're also like in the back of your mind, paranoid that some bank is going to get your, your guy. Or You're running an FBI sting constantly in the background. Yeah. That's a lot of, that's a lot of work. That's two jobs right there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Living your life and also maintaining a FBI profiler level of of attention to what they're doing. That sounds so miserable. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. That's so funny that you said that. Yeah. I, I didn't even, when that was happening, I didn't even think of it that way, but yeah, that's, but I guess, I mean, does that, I'm trying to think of like, times when I was in relationships, I don't know if I've ever been that paranoid. Cause like the way I, I haven't, but haven't, I haven't had, I haven't had super long-term ones where I like okay. question it. But even the, the ones I was in, I never thought, oh, this person is going to uh, cheat on me or something mm-hmm. like that. I never really got that vibe. And I kind of trusted them. Like my college boyfriend actually had like a, a best friend from childhood who was a girl and I didn't really feel too threatened mm-hmm. by it like one way or the other because to, in my head at least to me I was like well you picked me so there's that right um yeah because they probably could have been with that person a long time ago yeah because if they if they were gonna be like boyfriend girlfriend this was in college I think it would have happened by that point you know right like, yeah Maybe it was not. like I, they were like yeah. brother or sister basically because I think they'd grown up together sure and that's how, but like, yeah. I would hope, like, my neighborhood, I had, like, neighborhood, I was, like, only one of two girls in my, like, area of the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like, I would hope 
the same thing would be like, no, I'm like this dude's sister. Don't even right. worry about it. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's 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 my thing because I've always been like any relationship I've ever been. It's like the way I see it is like if if you you, you kind of manifest those kinds of fears. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? If you if you if you manifest, if you start thinking and you start diving into them, you kind of manifest them. So it's like I feel like if you think that somebody's cheating on you you kind of manifest or if you just have a fear that they're that they could cheat on you you start manifesting things if you really go into that Mm -hmm. and like they may not be cheating on you with anybody or they have a a, a gumption to cheat on you with anybody but like if you go looking for trouble you're probably going to find it like any little thing is going to set you off you know what i'm saying and you know that's like it's like a hard existence but that's why i always been my things like if i'm in a relationship and whatever like I never think that the person is going to cheat on me. And like, if they do, yeah. then cool. Like if, if they, if they are cheating on me and I find out, then it's over. Like there's nothing I can, right. like, yeah, it's going to suck. I'm not going to be happy about it, but yeah. like, what else can you really do about it other than yeah. let that go? You know what I mean? Or forgive them and see if they don't do it again. I mean, that's, that's really the only choices you have. Leave yeah. or forgive them and stay, which nine times out of 10, you're not going to forgive them. Nope. <laughs> nope. You'll never really forgive them. <laughs> You'll never really forgive them. Yeah. Yeah. No, they, they cheated once. They'll probably do it again, especially if you let them get away with it. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that because I have cheated and said person did take me back and I did do it again. Why? I'm not proud of it. I'm Christopher. Not proud of it. I'm not proud of it. Christopher. I was, I was 19 years old. All right. Oh boy. Oh boy. I'm not get, proud of it. Get ready for some future plot finds lines that will feel real relevant <laughs> well you know what that's that's another thing like i've noticed like, as an adult like i i, I feel like if i had watched this show when i was younger i probably wouldn't feel like like today when i was watching the show and she yeah. was like oh i'm just trying it on you know like a dress i'm just trying it on i'm like ew yeah. like, yeah, i, I very, feel personally attacked <laughs> No, I was just saying, like, that's a, I was like, I, when I saw, when she said that, I was just like so offended. I was like, ew, that is an awful <laughs> thing to do to a human being. Like, you don't try someone on. Like, that's not something you do. Like, I feel like, okay, if you're attracted to somebody and you go out on one date and like, you still are on the fence about them, then let it go. Mm-hmm. Don't keep yeah. dating them just to see like, if maybe your feelings will develop. Like, that's a very childlike thing to mm-hmm. do. or certainly opinion. don't sorry, like drag it out you forever don't like don't keep doing it like you know right. yeah. if you're unsure but i feel like i i've felt pretty decisively like i've known on some of these first dates where i'm like oh no this is not gonna we're not gonna move forward here <laughs> close to it because of recent yeah. in my life so maybe like that's why i feel so strongly about it but like <laughs> that's just that that line just irked me i didn't i didn't yeah. like it and I shouldn't because there's been some problematic things that men have said in this show and like <laughs> it's hard. So yes. you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to, you know, be be I'm trying to be a little bit more open-minded, you know, but <laughs> that line just got me. But I did see something funny at the end of the episode mm-hmm. that I, I want to talk about. And that uh I just, you know, it wasn't uh, nothing big, but didn't impact the show. But uh, you know, so end of the show. Carrie's single again, everybody's single mm-hmm. again, going to the movies to see each other. And I don't know if you noticed, but the two big movies that were <laughs> flashing up was Godzilla and Quest for Camelot. I was like, I couldn't oh. tell what the animated one was. Quest I was squinting so hard at the screen, I couldn't <laughs> tell, but I just noticed that it was Godzilla. Um, yes. And I couldn't stop laughing because uh, I couldn't either. 
my mom took me and my friends to Godzilla because she thought it was uh-huh. super fun and a huge, big, exciting thing. <laughs> like to this day, that was 20 plus years ago. Uh-huh. And she's like, I just feel so bad. <laughs> she's like, because I, I thought it was going to be better. And you, ki- and you kids were so excited. We got, she's like, I sprang for the cups because like, I brought a bunch of friends and stuff. She's like, sprang for those cups. And it was just uh, not an exciting, it was just not a very good movie. And you and know you what? You guys th- were so quiet and bored yeah. by the end. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know what? Guilty confession. I actually like the movie. I think it's fun. It is like, there's a lot of plot holes. There's a lot of ridiculousness in it. I will admit, of course. But I'm also a fan of the Fast and Furious franchise. So I can't sit there and talk shit about this movie when <laughs> I enjoyed it. I did. Matthew Broderick was fun in it. It was a fun idea. They yeah. tried. I also, it's also nostalgia for me because this was a time, you know, back in the 90s when, you know, when a big movie came out, it was a big advertising yeah, push. Yeah. You know, there was like kid, you know, McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, anybody that had a kid's menu had toys for, mm-hmm. you know, Godzilla. They had yeah. special cups. You know, there was like special toys that you could buy at Kmart. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, like there was a huge product push. So like a lot of that movie that like I enjoy like when I watch it now as an adult it's just a that nostalgia of like big yeah. action movies of the 90s where like it was just pushed like you know like <laughs> Men in Black we know when yeah. Men in Black came out it was products everywhere like you couldn't turn your head I mean literally Will Smith made a song that was basically a commercial for Men in yeah, Black you know what I mean like he literally just like he just tells you to plot the movie like you didn't have to go see the movie he basically tells you what happened then me you know and Tommy Lee Jones share some seeds together Men in black by <laughs> uh, aliens man in black <laughs> so uh, yeah. that's, that's why I actually like the movie so when I saw that little poster, I was like, oh, shit, 1998 was good. <laughs> right? <laughs> and that, that's her husband's movie. That's Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker and Matthew Broderick are married. Oh, and that's, that's, that's her husband's movie. So I, I can only assume that they were going to go see Godzilla and yeah. not Quest for Camelot. Before we, we call it out, one more thing I wanted to talk about. Donating eggs. They asked oh, yeah. the, the gay couple who asked Carrie if she wanted yeah, to donate yeah, yeah. eggs. Uh, two things. Um, one, mm-hmm. have you ever considered it? And two, was that insulting? Um, I, for like a hot minute, because you can get good money for donating them, um, but I never really looked into it because okay. um, it, it's a complicated procedure it's not yeah. just like going in you gotta inject hormones and all this stuff mm-hmm. uh, I have looked into freezing my own okay um, for my own personal use <laughs> hopefully one day maybe um, and then I'm torn I don't think it's insulting I think okay. it's nice that someone wants your genetic material <laughs> sure uh, I guess the sudden uh nature of the question is maybe a little off-putting well the reason why i asked if it's insulting is because of the context of this episode it's like all these couples who are looking at single people as like these poor little Mm -hmm. you know you know yeah rejected children and so to me them asking like for her to donate eggs just seemed like well you're not gonna use them nobody wants you yeah you're disgusting people don't want you you know how about you just give those eggs to us since you're clearly not gonna have kids because you're a disgusting poor in the city in the context of the That's episode, why I'm asking if, if it is was, insulting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It, because in the context. Yeah. Because yeah. like they were like, hey, because like dude was like, hey, haven't seen you in a while. I used to be straight. Now I'm gay. Also, give me your eggs because you're not using them. Yeah. 
yeah because the the implication that uh they'll just get dusty and uh, go yeah, unused. Like they're, just, they're just going to waste in your body like yeah. really you're not gonna have kids anytime soon so why don't you just get it to yeah because the, the whole you know treating women as incubators although they weren't gonna use her they were gonna um what do you call it have um somebody else be right. a surrogate sure. um but you know i i that's also i think kind of the attitude of the era too because now it's very like acceptable and kind of, i've had friends who had mm. kids via surrogate and stuff like that it was mm. their both their own mm. dna but you know people uh, and you know gay couples often are like oh we'd love to have someone's egg sure or we have the egg we'd like your sperm you know yeah. i think it's uh, at the time it was definitely seen as like a weird weird request and probably a little insulting especially the way it was presented in the yeah. thing now it's almost like an it's honor like a, to a be bad, asked. yeah yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's, like a honor. it's like you want my body to I'm hold mine? your kid <sighs> or you or you want my like some of my dna whether you're a man or a woman you know you want right. my egg you want yeah. my sperm well hell right. yeah, yeah. Ooh, cool yeah, I, I just wanted to know because, uh, like I, I got, like you said, I, I hear it's very lucrative. I actually had a friend of mine who uh, uh, donated her eggs twice mm. to the same couple. Oh wow! They, yeah. yeah, they already had a kid, and then like I guess they liked whatever she was putting out, so like yep. she donated. Like she, so she's not the surrogate; she just donated her right, eggs. Right, right. But like they paid her quite a bit of money. I think the first time, first procedure, they paid. You know, they paid for everything, mm. and then on top of that, paid her like ten Gs. And then yeah. I guess since they're coming back for the second time. Now they're paying her twenty five. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. The only the only downside, and it can be a big one, is mm. that women have a finite amount of eggs. Right. So right. If you're comfortable with that, then yeah, do what obviously do whatever you want. But um, it's just like, but that's what a doctor is for to explain all that and go into that detail and be like you only have so many are you sure you want to donate that kind of thing so right yeah i mean i mean there's, there's, there's always a, there's yeah. a process and when she told me about the process i was like man are you sure you, like if she told me about the first time and i was like and like you said it's like hormones and all this other shit yep. there, i was like i was like man like all these doctors i was like i was like man you might as well just have the baby yourself you <laughs> right you gotta go through all this like why donate yeah. your eggs? like get pregnant and then give the kid away but i feel like that might be worse but pregnancy know. is even harder on the body right that's what i'm saying yeah, injections exactly. and stuff yeah. like that. that's what she said she's like well actually pregnancy is a lot worse i was like yeah touche because <laughs> the egg retrieval process takes a while i right. think like a month or two or something like that but pregnancy is a whole nine months right and then you got to actually get it out of you so and then you have to give it away that's the whole thing all that and connect yeah. it to it and mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. complicated process yeah. but you know love people who are willing to be surrogates and absolutely and or donate or do any absolutely. of that stuff that's it's a, a, a noble thing it's a big thing noble. yeah it's, it's Super noble. no small feat so it's cool when people do it yeah um but as i say wrap, wrapping it up yes. so as as you said in the last episode and i tried to stifle my laughter you're like i wonder if there will be any consequences from samantha's sex tape with barkley and the answer is no are you catching on that there are no consequences in this show at all I see that. I see that. Every episode, <laughs> I see so far every episode. It's like, hey, this is listen. What you, whatever happened in the last episode, forget about, it. forget about it. All right. They they didn't even bring up Berkeley in, in, yeah. in this in this episode. Like he wasn't 
Yeah, which mm-hmm. they should, because if they should, if they brought him up, they should be like, "Hey, we should probably like get charges put, put on him." Like, but, <laughs> if they brought him up, it should have been like, "Yeah, no, I have to go to the trial and testify <laughs> on, on Tuesday." You have to be a character witness. <laughs> I have to give evidence. Um, you know, in the in the deposition. Absolutely. I've been subpoenaed about Barkley. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. Absolutely, one hundred percent. And then next episode should be like, yeah, I'm attending Peter's trial. Um, dude, seriously. Again, as a witness. Fucking Harvey Weinstein over here walking out with his dick out. <laughs> right. Fucking, oh my god. His big um, dick. <laughs> so yeah, there's there's very few. This is a very episodic show. Okay. Uh, as as you're, I think, starting to see. I am starting to see that, but yeah. uh, you know what? I, I think that this also is uh, a good thing for, it's like, now that we're doing this podcast, we should probably start writing episodes about, like, what would really happen after said episodes. Like, we should <laughs> where Barkley goes to jail for taping women unknowingly during sexual the encounters, <laughs> and Peter walking out with his dick out and fucking... <laughs> I love se- I love sex crimes in the city. Yeah, we, like, listen, sex crimes in the city. That's the spinoff. That's our spinoff. I bet you we could sell that to. I bet you we could sell that to fucking HBO right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's new. It's hot. It's fresh. <laughs> it's, uh, we go back and we arrest everybody from the first few seasons of Sex in the City. Because uh, there there Stop. are there Stop. are arcs over time, but definitely okay. the overall nature of the show is very episodic. That, yeah, next thing, next thing. Well, I mean, it is New York, and like sometimes some right. bad shit happens to you, and you just move on, and, yeah. and you go to the big next city. Day, so it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So this was fun. Yeah, I like this episode. <laughs> uh, I'm ready for the next one. This one, you know, hit a little hard at home, but uh, I like that. I like <laughs> that I can relate to it. It wasn't just like me watching for pure entertainment. Like I actually got something out of the yeah. episode, just like last time. And my girl Charlotte got more lines, so I'm actually feeling good about that <laughs> too. Like it was a good day. I, I like this episode. It was a it was a it was a very interesting uh, uh, series of events that yeah. happened in this, and uh, it was dope. And uh, where can people find us now on the internet? Oh, we now have an Instagram, a Twitter, and a Facebook page. So if you go to uh, Show Me What Podcast on all platforms, Show Me What Podcast on all platforms, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, that's a capital S, capital N, capital W, Show Me What Podcast. You can find us. Be sure to like, subscribe, uh, follow us tweet us tell us what you if you have any opinions on anything that we said if we skipped anything that you want to talk about talk to us we'll talk yeah. to you back we'll, we'll say what's up anything so hit us I'm, up on twitter Instagram. i'm single set me up with your friend also or don't or don't say, maybe. <laughs> well maybe don't because y'all maybe y'all, not i <laughs> say like this if you're single set us up if you're in a couple your your parameters are wrong so yes just, exactly you know, just enjoy the show that's all we <laughs> Yep. And uh, also we can just, if you want to just follow us individually, uh, you can follow me on all platforms, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Mac Diddy Cones, M-A-C-K-D-I-D-D-Y-C-O-M-B-S and Elizabeth. Uh, I'm at Elizabeth Movies on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at two biggies. And I think on TikTok, but I don't really do a lot of TikTok. And I, I watch a lot of TikToks, but I don't do it. And then um, I don't think I have my... Uh, I don't think at Elizabeth movies is on my Facebook, but uh, it's okay. 
That's fine. That's right. <laughs> last name and they can type it in and they'll find yeah. it. Yep. There you go. So check us out, guys. Thank you for listening and we'll see you for episode cuatro. That means four. That means four for our non-Spanish speakers. Deuces. <laughs>